All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this 33rd episode of Warrior Week Parable from the Pit. I'm here with Jesse. Jesse, what's up, bro? Hey, what's up, bro? So we're going to talk about we're talking about a few things today. We're going to talk about uh, this morning. We 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 got up pretty early, man, and we kind of like. I remember one of my coaches just back in the days used to say, "Man, I'm not the kind of guy that wakes up in the morning and kind of put my dick in the fucking sand," and uh, that's kind of what's happening right now. You know, I have these allergies. You were in line for coffee for like 20 minutes. Yeah, 20 minutes, man. Uh, JC Beans, I was getting you a fresh cup of coffee. Yes, it's not that fresh anymore because it's pretty fucking cold. <laughs> yeah. But hey, here we are, ready to go. And today we're going to talk about. Uh, today we're going to two things. Today, this morning we start uh, Warrior Week 50, um, and uh, and we're going to talk about specifically um, another pain that is common among men, and that's the pain of betrayal. So. Right about after this commercial, we will begin. All right. Okay. We have over thousand graduates of Warrior Week. And in that context of thousand graduates of War Week, we have seen over and over and over at least 50% of them being in a betrayal situation, specifically when it comes to relationship. Either they have betrayed their wife or their wife have betrayed them. And so we sit here and we think about what could, what could cause the pain of betrayal? What could cause that? The, the cause is, I, I actually think it's 100%, because here's why, is like, even if it didn't actually happen, we create the story that it did happen. Yeah. And when we create that story, then a man or a woman goes to that other side. So I really think betrayal starts earlier in a relationship before something actually happens. And it could just be betrayal of the mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, where something physically may not happen, but there's always a betrayal somehow. Like, uh, I could even think of, uh, you know, even a friendship. It's like, if I feel like you betrayed me, then I act that out, mm. whether you did or you didn't, but I act that out in the energy I'm giving back to you. And so I think uh, in terms of relationships, we do this shit all the time. If I think my wife did something, that I don't like, I act that out in energy. Yes. And so I send her that energy of, hey, you betrayed me or you did this to me when all it is is a story I created in my own mind. Now, whether I act that out and take that on, uh, that's what starts down the path of betrayal. So what you're saying, in other words, is you betrayal, like there's a betrayal that happens between you and your true self. You feel distance from who you actually are because of the stories created in your mind. And some of them may actually take you further, right? Like you mentioned, you, you may be in in a situation with a friend or with your wife or someone else that that you kind of feel betrayal because of a story that you create in your mind. And that takes you away from your character and who you truly are. Yeah. And then... The more you stack these stories in your mind, the more this gap takes place, 
and then eventually there's going to be a physical manifestation a physical manif manifestation of these feelings stacked up by these stories and that may be you for example or me like like just fucking losing it screaming at someone it could be at our kid it could be at a friend it could be um denial and it could be like okay i'm gonna isolate myself or it could be to a point well I'm going to physically now get engaged with another person, like sexually, let's say, right? Mm -hmm. And as as a manifestation of these feelings that kept me away from my wife or my husband in that Do you see that? Yeah. Well, here's what I, I believe is like if a man cheats, he's felt betrayed not once, not twice, not three times, not four times. He's felt betrayed several times from his wife same thing with a woman and it gets to a certain place where they've created so many stories and created that gap in between their relationship that they've felt betrayed that there's no way to repair that and so they're willing to risk everything true and guilt and shame builds up and it's kind of like the driver of this patterns and behavior and like self-sabotage uh, I want to touch about specifically the topic of guys cheating on 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 their wives and the wives cheating on, on guys so here's here's what we have seen over 50 warrior weeks there is a difference between a man who has cheated on his wife and a man that was cheated by his wife there's totally a fucking difference in their character like there is this weird place where guys that have been betrayed by their wives, or they have been cheated on their wife, no matter how much a lift they get through this process, any other fucking process, they always have this tendency to go back to the guilt and shame or whatever story that is associated with that trauma that they experienced. Uh, we have seen guys over and over coming into Worry Week, inside of the Kingdom Challenge, going in and sort of like dealing with this only to fall back exactly where they were originally. Yeah. And now in the process, throwing stone and every single person and every single process that actually helped them come out of that fucking pit. You see what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So what, what in your mind, what causes that? Like, what's the difference? A guy making mistakes or a guy realizes that his stories have manifested into a physical form and now he's like betrayed his wife. And but but the, the reality is that he's regretful and he wants to make it up and, and, and he wants a chance and it's he's given a second chance and he follows a process and a pattern to build that relationship much better than before. An example of that is Gary himself when he made that mistake uh, as he talks about it uh, and then he built upon it and his relationship is like 100 times what it was right. before and sometimes that needed to happen for both sides to open their eyes and see like, hey, what are we fighting for, right? right. Um, on the other side, when this happens to a man, it doesn't seem to always end up this way. No, I think when women tend to cheat on their husband, like, dude, they're out. Like, they've uh, dealt with, like, this betrayal. They've, they've dealt with this for a long time, and they just decided – it's not like they just decided, hey, I'm going to cheat on my husband. I'm out. I've, I, from the experience of working with guys, and my experience in this is I think when a woman cheats, like, dude, she's out. 
And I think when a guy does, from what I've experienced and other guys and, and hearing them and, and seeing them is they just want to feel wanted. Yes. And when they're not wanted by their own wives, then they have a tendency to want to go out and find that somewhere else. So, yeah, there's a huge difference in that. And I think we see that in the guys that we work with is typically when the woman cheats on the husband, it very rarely ever like comes back together. But typically when the guy does, they can work it out. And that's scientifically, this is based on the number of guys that we have experienced in the past four year and a half coming in inside of this big experience called Warrior Week. And overall, the, the, Warrior Week, uh, the Warrior Program, we have a variety of programs online as well as the physical, physical week that you spend with us. And the observation is simple. Like, I mean, I can, I can, I can recall at least 10 to 15 guys. 10 to 15 guys that, that would bite on the finger that actually put food in them fucking mouth. Meaning that they come to this process, they get the revelations and the light that they need, and they go out there, they try to build it, they put it all together only to destroy it back again because of tendencies of the past. And again, I, I, I totally agree with your point, which is when you see a woman going towards that, and again, from what we've seen, right? This we're not here to fucking generalize anything. We're just talking about the what we have experienced. We teach from what we experience. We teach from what we live. We teach from what we actually fucking put ourselves into. What kind of pain do I, we put ourselves into, and what power we take from that? And from that perspective, when a woman actually decides to cheat, it's not really fucking cheating. It's the end. Yeah, it's the end. Like, and if the relationship lasts. Because she's now in a, in a state of manipulation, revenge, or whatever the fuck you want to call that. The guy has to submit. Th that's it. Yeah. And if he submits, then his, his wife has all the power, all the control, and eventually it just happens again. It's the end, period. Yeah. And, and you're right. So the point is the guy has to submit, and they will. And if they don't want to submit, well, like all hell break free, and like that's it. That's the end of it. Or until she decides... That whatever, there's a better option that could submit to. Yeah. Like she, she gets in a place where betrayal is now a fuel, right? It fuels her behaviors, and the submission from the guy is always this chase, chasing what was once, which will never be. Right, and women, you know, women don't want a guy that's gonna fucking submit. True, as as much as we believe that. Like, at the end of the day, a woman does not want a guy who's going to submit because he's fucking weak. Yes. And when he's in that place, a woman will eventually find someone else that won't do that. Yes. And this game of submission is something that the modern man, the modern man has adopted due to, due to fucking pornography, uh, all these fucking feminist groups. Uh, you name it, man. Like, I mean, I, I don't want to fucking throw a stone on anyone, but the reality is men have submitted to this version of themselves that is weak, which means there is no leadership yeah. when it comes to that. And again, when we say men, it's the modern men, and it, we're, we're, we're pointing at the problem 
we're not pointing at all men or other individuals. And if you're listening to this and you're like, bro, like I got my hand, my shit handle. I don't know what the fuck you guys talk about. Like I kind of agree with what you guys said, but it doesn't fucking apply to me. I get you. But here's the reality. What we, what we are used to doing today as men is that we use our ego not to lead, but we use our ego to justify our fucking assumptions. Yeah. So now we assume that submission is the path. We assume that being a pink guy, you know what a pink guy is? In, it's, this is direct tran- translation from French to English, so I don't even know if this fucking <laughs> expression. In French, is l'homme rose. It's like fucking like the pink guy. The pink guy is a submitted guy. The pink guy is like basically like he's handled his balls on a, on a silver platter to his wife or the woman that he's with. And like, dude, there's no fucking character whatsoever. Yeah. Like you never see the pink guy. Like, as a friend, you never fucking see him until, like, the wife goes out and has a night with his, uh, with his girlfriend. Then he calls you, like, 200 times. Like, where you at, bro? Where you at, bro? Where you at? Let's get together. But other than that, you'll never see the fucking pink guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, for and, sure. And that may be a new expression. That was the dude in, uh, you know, when you were, like, 20, 21, that as soon as he'd get a girlfriend, <laughs> he'd disappear for, like, six months to a year. And then all of a sudden, when they broke up, he'd call you, or she went out, he'd call you and be like, dude, let's go out. Dude, nonstop. It's like, I haven't heard from you in a year. I had a friend, Mike. Dude, this guy was exactly like that. And like, but the patterns and behaviors would always repeat itself. Exactly. Six to eight months, complete disappearance. After that, an aggressive approach on let's go out, let's do this. I'm at your house. Where you at? Like, and then after like two rounds of this, you're like, bro. Then Mike would find a girl at the bar. <laughs> at the bar, yeah. Six to eight months would go by, and you wouldn't see him again. It's always at the bar, and it's always um, like some some girl that is that has all these weird shit, and like, like dude, Mike, Mike, like Mike had this Honda Civic, right? It was fucking awesome. He built it up, he souped it up back in the days, and like he handled that car to this girl after a week, oh. and the girl with the, like so the the girl took it and crashed it. And then she broke up with him. <laughs> and then Mike was at my house on my couch because he wanted to hang out, man. Of course he did. He didn't have anybody to hang out with. So, so who's the modern Mike in a, in a marriage, in a relationship, right? The modern Mike, <clears throat> maybe it's not a guy that doesn't, that doesn't call his friends. But the modern Mike is a guy that is kind of distant with himself, man. And it's just uh, submitted like... As we talk through this, I think of like the betrayal is we betray our soul and believe our mind over our heart. Yes. And so we begin to betray ourselves as a modern day man and we begin to submit because we're numb to what's going on around us. Totally. And our, our, that, and that happens when we are actually out of awareness. But as we become aware of such a thing, the soul, as we become aware of the mind and as we can become aware of the heart and as we start experiencing in our lives the difference of leading with our heart our mind and and staying true to ourselves. and this comes with age and wisdom and experience yeah like i don't i don't expect a 19 year old to tune into this conversation uh and some may do because some actually are there but but most will like be dude mike yeah, Mike would be dude. Mike, Mike's the nineteen-year-old kid listening. Dude, so. I just got a new Honda Civic, bro. Yeah. Check it out. 
But in reality, uh, uh, that's the point, and that's what Worry Week does, right? Worry Week is an experience that enables a sense of awareness, an awareness that happens of your true self, who you really are, or you want to call it the soul or whatever, but this, this essence, this witness inside of you that knows you. And then there is the aspect of your heart and your mind and the distinguish between both and how leadership comes in with both, right? Sometimes you lead with your mind, sometimes you lead with your heart, yeah. but the reality is that there's a distinction. And your awareness now becomes what you, what you kind of live and learn and, and lead from that point. And it's remembered because you actually teach that to your kids and other men that are perhaps on the path or awakening. That's what Warrior Week does, and that's what this week is all about. Warrior Week 50, we have over 21 guys coming in, a brand new location, um, and, and that's where the experience has been. And you've been to multiple, multiple Warrior Weeks. You've ran multiple Warrior Weeks with me. Um, there is always there is always this this weird feeling first thing in the morning that, dude, like l people's lives, these men's lives are on the line. You know what it's it's like is uh – you know, I I played football growing <laughs> up, but uh, going to Warrior Week, whether you know you were attending it or uh, coaching or assisting, uh, it always feels like this pregame, yeah. and you have like these butterflies. And the the crazy thing is, is like we are responsible for these men, their their kids, their wives, their families. And when you think of it that way is like we we are actually responsible for like 50 to 100 people. True. If you think about those 20, what if those 20 have five people that they're directly responsible for? We're actually taking 100 people to Warrior Week because this one man influences a minimum of five people. Correct. And some of them could be influencing hundreds so you know realistically it could be anywhere from a hundred people are going to warrior week to thousands because of the impact and the energy that transfers uh from these men coming back i agree and and so warrior week for, from our perspective uh, dude like we become accountable to impact right having an impact um so and that's what we're going to do this morning um, this was the conversation around betrayal. We're, we're going to have more conversations around that because there are more addition. There are additional pain that are associated with the pain of betrayal. But our our conversation today was just to put a highlight and uh, around that, and we will continue our conversations weekly on the pain, the modern pain of of what men are feeling today. So, just thanks for being with us. Any final words? Yeah. Uh, one thing I'd like to point out is is betrayal is a, a sedation mechanism for guilt and shame. And when I feel betrayed or betrayal, I immediately go to this place of guilt and shame, almost like taking a hit, you know, of weed, drinking, whatever. But when I go to this place of betrayal, I feel guilt and shame immediately. And then it causes me to start cascading into my pit and <clears throat> I think that's a, a, a clear point we have to make inside of this is like, hey, at some point we're all going to feel this, uh, but we have to choose what we give our energy to um, and know whether or not, hey, does this actually serve me or does it not serve me? And is it working in my life or not working? And if it's not working, then I need to actually have a conversation about it or 
I need to come to Warrior Week and find out who I'm really made of. And the point is you can't isolate and you can't stack these. That's, yeah. that's the only point. Find a venue. Find a way to express it. Find a way to create awareness. Warrior Week is one of them. Uh, if you need more information on Warrior Week, you can check it out at warriorweek.com. You can also watch more of these podcasts and listen to these podcasts on iTunes and just look for Warrior Week parables from, from the pit. Uh, thanks for being with us. Jesse, thanks for being here. I will see you guys on the next show.